Bring It. Hello, everybody. A huge welcome. This is a brand new podcast called Feud for Thought. My name is Ben Simmons, and I'm recording with a colleague. Hi, my name is Martin Hill. I'm here as well, recording Feud for Thoughts. Well done. Brand new, super amazing podcast. Absolutely. And um, we've known each other for quite a few years on the comedy, improvisation and London fringe circuit. And, Too uh, long, some people might say. Yeah, we've worked quite closely together for a couple of other companies over recent years. And um, in that time, we've decided to do a podcast together. And um, we've come up with this one where we're going to debate hot topics, interesting topics, and sometimes banal and <laughs> ridiculous topics. You did go all Alan Partridge there for a minute there, which made me laugh. It just needed an aha at the end and we'd have been... Uh-huh. Like, hot yeah. topics. So basically, if you want to get in touch with us at any point, you can suggest topics for future podcasts. And uh, we do have our um, Twitter page, which is at Feud Thoughts. Um, and it will say Feud for Thought on there. But the actual Twitter handle is at Feud Thoughts. You can drop us a line and um, tell us anything you want to say. But basically, we're going to pick a topic and each of us is going to argue either side of that topic. But it's not necessarily our own views, is it, Martin? No. Um, so, yeah, the, the the premise behind it is to get people talking with us. Uh, obviously, it's quite hard to do at the minute because everyone can't be with us. And, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a bit of a pre-recording anyway. But, uh, yeah, at Feud Thoughts. Uh, feud Thoughts, what did I say? Yeah, Feud Thoughts. <laughs> yeah, that was fine. Um, <laughs> and let us know, not only if you have topics that you want us to discuss or get out there, but also if you have an opinion on what we've just said uh, or questions or, um, yeah, you you want to say how rubbish Ben is, you're more than welcome <laughs> to go on to Twitter. And, um, yeah. um, do, that's going to be our main point of... Exactly. Conversation at the minute. Because hopefully you'll find what we're talking about interesting, amusing, and noteworthy, but also. Well, why wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've always got something brilliant to say. Uh, But you can let us know your points of view and just let us know anything about it. Something like this is good to do, but it's also good to get feedback and for you guys to be interactive as well so we can tell who's listened to it and what you've thought of it. So. Shall we tell them what we've decided to go for for this episode one of Feud for Thought, a kind of hot topic of the day? Well, is it really a hot topic of the day? It's just a general topic, isn't it? Well, I don't know. You keep throwing around hot topic. Um, so <laughs> like, you've kind of put it out now. So I'm going to go with hot topic. It's a hot topic. Yeah. Did you enjoy the chocolate bar topic available in the 80s and 90s? Uh, do, do you know what? When you started saying topic so much, <laughs> I kind of knew that was going to come into play at some point. Yeah, I didn't know if you were going to throw it out there right now, but you did. You I've done it. Straight early doors, yeah. I'm a bit uh, sad. That, I'm sad they don't make them anymore. I did used to enjoy it. Are you sure they don't, though? Well, not 100%, but I haven't seen one for years. Well, no, but you said 80s, and I'm fairly certain they were around past the 80s. Yeah, maybe 90s. Like, that was a recent... Okay. That's going to be a Google. <laughs> if, if we're not... if uh, Yeah. <laughs> I've got a feeling that topic might be the topic uh, right now. <laughs> well, I think we should reveal to the listeners what we're going for. We've decided to go for quite a broad subject matter for our opening podcast, and we're going to discuss 
privacy, data privacy, how stringent we should be with sharing our information around and whether it's really important to keep it as protected as possible or whether it isn't that much of a problem. And um, for the purpose of this initial conversation, Martin's going to argue about the importance of it. And I'm going to argue that maybe it isn't that important. But remember, these aren't necessarily our own personal views. It's just for the point of this podcast that we've got to be opposite each other. So how are you feeling? Uh, yeah. How are you feeling about it? Are you feeling confident? Are you feeling like I'm you've already... an argument, you know me. <laughs> but, um... You've already encouraged the <laughs> listeners to put me down on Twitter, so uh, obviously you're feeling quite good. Well, yeah, that, that usually backfires, though, doesn't it? So they'll, they'll probably end up <laughs> getting to me, don't worry about it. But, um, uh, but yeah, to, to the best of uh, our ability, we will try and put uh, an argument for our side across. Yeah, uh, but there is every chance you might you might win me over, Ben. I'm, you know, well, I, I, I might end up agreeing with you, and, and then this whole thing could go wrong, or <laughs> or I, I, you might agree with me. Uh, Martin, exactly. Yeah, what am I about? If we're going to have an, I'm winning the argument. If we're going to have one anyway, <laughs> so you will be agreeing. Uh, and people can let us know uh, who they. Uh, well, they're not, you don't have to agree with us, but you you might have a completely different point of view. There might be some middle ground that we haven't even thought about. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So Maybe we anything. should we should finish this episode and then put a poll up on our Twitter page saying who who had the most interesting argument or best argument you me or neither of us <laughs> and, uh, well I hope there's not many neither of us but uh, can you put um, this is where I show my technical prowess right here can you put polls on Twitter you can yes you can on, on the Facebook you okay yeah 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 All right. you, so, you do that Elfa. you put polls up do you I've, I've done it on occasions on Twitter <laughs> okay. yeah. Well, yeah. and what's the most interesting poll you've put up there then now, now you've put me on the spot. I can't. It was, it was something to do with music for my uh, for the radio show I do occasionally. I can't. I, I oh, think it was. Yeah, get a plug in. Good, yeah. good drop in there. Yeah, good plug. Brilliant. Phoenix FM Tuesday night six o'clock. But anyway, that's another matter. Oh, seriously, plugging it. Oh. <laughs> uh, I can't really remember. Now. I think it was something to do with who's better, Kylie or Jason. Something like that might have been a poll. So. Uh, uh, oh. Uh, Surely Kylie's better. But are you saying better as in... It depends what you're defining as better. She's more successful, yes. If you're saying who's the better male singer, then clearly Jason is better. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah. But but it depends what your question was, doesn't it? Yeah, good point. Good point. um, And this is why our arguments continue to this day, because they never end. Yes. We should point out that, obviously, we're going to start off with the main subject matter we've decided upon, we may go off on tangents. We may end up talking complete cack for a few minutes about something, something else. We may get interested in something else on the way, but we'll try and get it back. Um, yeah, we have just been talking about Kylie and Jason. Yeah. Who knew that were going to happen when we started? <laughs> and topic chocolate bars. It's already got far more interesting than I was expecting. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess we'd better get into the main nitty-gritty of our discussion tonight and uh, see what you think. Right, so yes, privacy. And my issue with it is, I have to say, is that there isn't any anymore. Like, right. just yeah. today's society doesn't really allow 
for people to have a private... There aren't many sort of hermits about these days who yeah. are off the grid. There's not many people off the grid. Well, I say that, there might be thousands, I just don't know it because they're off the grid. Uh, yeah, but, um, I'm always amazed when I hear of someone going, oh, I've come off all social media. I, don't, I think I saw Ed Sheeran get interviewed on something and he said he's got rid of his phone. He doesn't have a phone and the only way someone can contact him is if they email him he's got a tablet or something that just gets emails. And I think, I don't know how you can get by these days without a phone. But then even his tablet will be on the, like, yeah, you can't go completely off the grid. It's just not a thing these days. But regardless of where you come into contact with it, it's still a fact that there isn't any privacy with anything you're doing. You know, I'll be having a conversation with the missus in the bedroom and suddenly the next thing, I go online and Alexa's been listening to me and I've suddenly got all the things that we've been chatting about <laughs> in, in my adverts that are there because that's how, yeah. that's how they, they're always listening to you or trying to find stuff or anything like that. But conversely, yeah. you could say, again, to some extent, there's extra convenience in that because all the places you do online shopping learn your shopping habits and all the things you look at for entertainment online, learn the kind of things that you like, and then you get targeted adverts that they think will be more interesting to you and you get targeted content to look at and watch that might be more appealing to you than just random stuff. But if I already know what I want, because (laughs) because I'm talking about it, then why are they telling me what I'm already looking for? Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? I can, you can Google a search or something, yeah. find what you're looking for, get what you're looking for, purchase yeah. what you're looking for, and two days later, you get adverts because you've Googled that, saying, oh, you got this. You bought yourself a toilet yesterday. Here's a toilet brush you might want. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, but what, exactly. if even, what if you hadn't even thought about getting a toilet brush and then you go, oh, yeah, that might be useful. Oh, but all right. What, what kind of morons buying a toilet and not thinking about the fact he needs a toilet brush? <laughs> yeah, but would it be my be, answer to that. It could be something different, though, couldn't it? It could be, like, for instance, if a new TV series is coming out that's kind of a sci-fi TV series and you've watched a lot of sci-fi things before, they might send you an advert for it that if you'd never watched any sci-fi, they wouldn't have bothered it. And you might not have heard about it, so you might not know about it, and it enables you to find out because of your previous viewing habits or something. Now, is previous... Well, where do we stand on that, though? Is previous viewing habits classed as privacy? Well... Or am I arguing your case there? I don't know. Because <laughs> to me, that was that's... Uh, there is a kind of convenience there, I'll give you that. Yeah. But it's usually contained within Amazon or um, yeah, like, like you, you don't. Yeah, you don't watch. Uh, you don't watch on Amazon Prime. I don't know what how to get away with murder, yeah. and then log on to Amazon. They're trying to sell you an axe. You know, you don't. <laughs> there isn't really a crossover there that yeah, I'm aware yeah. of. I could be wrong. Yeah, I've never yeah, yeah. And then suddenly seeing it on any of my personal debt, but like emails come through from, from this stuff saying, Oh, you yeah. know, do you want to buy this? Do you want to buy this? It's, it's that stuff of, it's, it's more the personal conversation that was yeah, suddenly yeah, yeah. translated into something tangible that they could sell. And I mean, the whole thing with, with, um, that company who bought all the stuff from, uh, oh, what was it? K- uh, 
but Cambridge also, Analytica. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who bought all the privacy data from Facebook without yeah. even knowing it and used that to target people? That's a kind of level of of um, yeah. That's a breakdown of security that shouldn't be there because everyone is everyone knows where everyone is all the time because of all this information that's been passed through these yeah. um, companies that are selling information. It's all about profiteering, really. What's, but it's what, off our... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's weird is that that exists as a thing and you kind of don't even know. I mean, that companies are sharing data and selling data and it annoys... The thing I get annoyed about sometimes, and this is sort of backing up a part of your argument, I guess, is when you apply for something or you put your email address into something and suddenly you find yourself getting about 20 spam emails a day and you have to go and unsubscribe to something. I find that inconvenient and annoying. But I'm also convinced when you unsubscribe, it somehow notifies them that your email is valid and (laughs) therefore you get more. I'm convinced that unsubscribing hinders you. Oh right! Because okay. I think I think if you open that email and click that link, they go, "Oh, that that's an active email." I'll send them some more stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because it never stops; it's constant. I'm Every still. Day, I'm, I have twenty emails in my junk. I'm still waiting for that twenty-five million dollars from that Nigerian prince I emailed <laughs> a few years back. It's so annoying. Uh, <laughs> but I think one of the main things about does it really matter if our data is being shared around and stuff like that? I think. The only, the only people that kind of get upset about it are if people who've got something to hide about it. Like, the, to me, the only problem with our data being shared and people getting your information is the possibility of identity theft and then people being able to access your banking details or personal financial details. That is a problem. For me, all this kind of targeted advertising and stuff doesn't necessarily need to matter because it could improve things for you i think about it's not it's not just that though but going back on what you just said um if if uh oh my point kind of went from my head there as well but you're talking about people's personal information being out there yeah yeah but it's not only uh, sort of targeted marketing though is it it's about also finding people and taking these people uh out of, out of it's like there's a thought police out there you can get, you can get charged on thought crime <laughs> yeah uh, yeah yeah kind of stuff. you know people are putting their opinions online on twitter whatever let's say as an example you start a new job yeah, uh, you know, touch wood. I do one day. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. uh, the boss could go on Facebook or Twitter and see some of the stuff that you've written. Might be as a joke. Might not be as a joke. But yeah, they have yeah. access. Suddenly, your whole history of thought process doesn't it? And go well, actually, two years ago, this guy wrote some stupid. Not sure I want him working in my company. And suddenly, yeah. it starts yeah. in India because you got pissed one night and sent put a thing online. You know, saying I don't know how much you loved Hitler and <laughs> suddenly that's it you've lost your job I mean but I'm going to extremes like this rubbish yeah 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 but then it could work the other way as well you could go for a job and they look at your social media profiles and they go well this guy's got a really sort of well-rounded character he's done this he's done that oh look at all the stuff he's done he's, he's 
volunteered at this place. He's got photos of himself all over the world. He's well-traveled. I'm going to see it might actually help you out, the fact that they could access it. Whereas if they didn't know anything about you, it might not. Well, I mean... <sighs> No, because it, it still puts everybody at this sort of... Because then everything's going to be fake and built up, isn't it? So it's not even like you're getting these proper... Well, Facebook and that is... I mean, the amount well, of people yeah, yeah. that rubbish on Facebook and it's not a genuine comment anyway. I've, I've been saying for years that people put... People's whole profiles on social media are fake and it's not really what people are doing with their lives and it's just a... A, a sort of projection that you want other people to see of what's going on De definitely but that's another that's another whole issue what about this with privacy and the fact that for instance there's you get whatsapp which has encrypted messages and other forms of messaging service where they're encrypted and then you get criminals that are able to share information to each other and then it can't be like um, interrupted by police or anything like that, they can't get a, a sort of heads up on what's going on because of this. If you couldn't, if you didn't have encrypted information like that, and again, this comes to if you haven't got anything to hide, why is it a problem? Because who cares if someone's looking at yours and my WhatsApp conversations and we're saying, "All right, you idiot, what we're we doing at work the next week," or you know, moaning about other things? It's it's no one's going to care about it if it's two terrorists talking about bombing somewhere and then the police can intercept it, that's a good thing, isn't it? Well, I do question how many of them are on WhatsApp. <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean uh, I think surely they've got some better form of, moving for crying out loud, they had codes we couldn't crack years ago, now they're yeah. just on WhatsApp, are they just Maybe. going, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should we bomb the UK? I think we're ending that way. Go on. Maybe it's some more sophisticated thing on the dark web that I've got no idea about. But I remember when there was those riots a few years back, it was reported on the news that it was all being controlled via BlackBerry Messenger and people were telling other groups where to go to meet up and looting and stuff. And the police had no idea what was going on and all these groups had private messages on BlackBerry Messenger and stuff. That's just one example, but you know, if that wasn't possible, or if the emergency services could access those things, it could have been prevented. Yeah. Well, then, so so what you're saying that they should have access to everybody's messages? Well, I, d I don't know how you actually work it out, but I don't see. You know, they have they already have lists of people that are potential threats to the national security of the country and whatever. If they could then access their messages then maybe things could disasters could be prevented I, I know there's a thing that if you can access anybody's messages you know that's that's a weird thing but does it matter if you're just sending random messages to other people if it's not anything dodgy what does it matter if someone else can see it because it's all out of context isn't it so what you say isn't dodgy yeah air quotes is <laughs> um, it could be dodgy to someone else and then suddenly you think oh well you, you could start an argument on a flippant comment yeah there'd, there'd be no ends to where all these arguments go and also the flip side of the criminal argument what if you're uh, and, and this is probably another topic down the line I imagine but criminal reform right yeah let's say you have done a crime yeah yeah um, and, and I don't know, whatever. You're trying to live a happy, peaceful life in in 
Inverness, whatever the heck, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't imagine the crowd. I mean, I'm not talking about a serious... Well, so, so, there's, so, there's, a talking about a serious there's a reformed criminal in Inverness right now worried out of his life that you're watching. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's bricking them right now, absolutely. <laughs> but let's say it is an extreme thing. Let's say he accidentally killed someone years ago. He's served yeah. his time. He's repented. He's absolutely devastated with his life. He is now in Inverness living as a hermit. Yeah. But he can't socialise with his friends on any form of media. Because as soon as anything happens where his name's out there or whatever, uh, he gets attacked or he gets bullied or he gets kicked out of his community or anything like that. But there is a level of it that is just incredibly antisocial and um, unforgiving in a way because these people can't reform. They can't uh, enter society again in the way society is now. But, well, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but if, for instance, someone... Are you saying the person has started a new life, we're saying in Inverness, for, for, the, for the sake of it, but that's not where they're from, that's not where they committed the crime or whatever, they've gone to another place to carry on with their life? It could be either. He could have gone oh, because, to Inverness. Yeah, no, no, it's, no, not, it's not like in witness. He hasn't changed his name and started a new. No, life. right, okay. Although there is, uh, because that would have an. Uh, I suppose. I mean, I, I don't. Feel, uh, again, this would be a different topic. I haven't researched this, but but I'm sure if they go into witness protection, they're not allowed to um, uh, acknowledge or, or socialise with any of the previous uh, life. Thing, yeah, separate by things uh, that, that's very bad English, but <laughs> you, you know, I, I don't think they can. I'm not confident on that because I haven't looked it up, but I'm fairly certain they're not even allowed to sort of like if I, if I, uh, you know, if I killed you, which you know could happen, let's be fair, <laughs> um, and, and then I went into uh, or I, I went into some protection service where I changed yeah. my name, I couldn't then be friends your missus on Facebook and say, oh, how are you doing since Ben went? <laughs> like, you have to cut all ties and start again, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Be a different personality. But then my side of the argument <clears throat> for this debate is saying, if in the unfortunate instance there's someone who has killed someone who's reformed, but everybody's messages can be seen by the security services, but if they've reformed and they're not messaging anyone with, oh my God, I killed that bloke before. Isn't that terrible? If they're just messaging them with like, do you want to meet up for a drink or do you want to do this? or do you want... why, why do they need to hide it? Why, could it? why does it need to not be seen? If, it, if they're not saying, well, I'm having homicidal thoughts again or whatever, or, you know, I've, why is it a problem that anyone could see what the message is? Because what if, he, what if he is and he's confiding in someone? What if it's his best friend and he's like, mate, I need your help because I'm going to a dark place right now. And yeah. it's not his mate knocking on the door, it's 20 coppers ready to take him away again. And he's like, no, I only, had, I only thought it for one minute and whatever. <laughs> you, can't, yeah, they can't, you, can't, you can't have that level of monitoring. I don't yeah. even think there's physically enough people in the world to have that kind of level of monitoring. And no, it's, sure. it's a very bad thing. But um, I, I am more talking about... Uh, well, no, it, it, it is an argument. I get what you're saying. But um, it's not just the social media privacy, that, uh, though, is it? No, it no, no, sure. There's another thing now which is becoming 
possibly more likely with the pandemic that's gone on and the likelihood of having some sort of ID card or health passport they've talked about where if you can have a negative test and carry something around on your phone that proves within a certain number of days you had a negative test, then you could gain access to venues or events to because you're safe to travel around or whatever. I, again, the people who say, oh, ID cards are invasion of privacy, again, to me, there is an element of that that would be useful. If you had a general ID card that everyone – well, like when you're 16, you get your national insurance number card or whatever – if that was an ID card you always carried around with you, everyone would know how old you were when you went into shops to buy stuff that was restricted. Everyone would know how old you were when you went into pubs, when you went into cinemas to see certain films or whatever. And then I don't see there's a... The only bad side to that is if you're trying to get away with something when you're not the right age to do it. And then if an extension of that becomes a sort of health passport where you can see your medical history or whatever... It, that could be useful in terms of if you have accidents or in terms of if there is anything like this in the future, proving that you're okay to travel around or whatever. Yeah, I mean, firstly, uh, what pubs were you going in that served you on a national insurance card? <laughs> <laughs> I never got away with it. It was useless. <laughs> it explains a lot. I think. They're like, how old are you? I'm what? like, JW81. Uh, I forgot my point again there. Uh, oh, yeah, and secondly, you've just got to open that to a massive black market of of fake IDs everywhere and people dealing out and, and whatnot. It, it, it's not... Uh, <laughs> then it could get all... I don't, think, I don't think a physical card is anywhere... I mean, to be fair, it is going to get to... Um, but people, again, arguing this... This is, <laughs> this is an argument I hate. And I'm a bit ashamed I have to use it in my, my argument here. But people who are talking about now, like the vaccine and stuff that's, that's yeah. going on with the COVID, and saying, oh, yeah, that they're injecting. Oh, my chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that kind of. I mean, that, it's, it's a silly argument. I don't believe it. It's ridiculous. But we've got to that point because no one trusts where their information is going. So there's this whole trust thing. You have to know that when you speak to your doctor, your bank, um, uh, I don't know, the tax man, whatever, lawyers, that everything yeah. is private. Because if you don't have that law of private, it's a, it's, it's a basic human right to have your personal data be private. And anyone who breaks that needs to be accountable for it. But you can't just say, oh, I'm, on a, I'm an authority, so therefore I can look at your data and I can do what I want and we're going to keep an eye on you. The, the, it, it's just, it's too, uh, it's too much of a dictatorship, isn't it, to do that? I mean, could you imagine some of the previous people in the world who would have killed for this information? I mean, it's such a powerful tool to have everyone's private and personal information on a digital platform like it is now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. I mean, again, massive extreme, I appreciate it. But imagine if Hitler had it. He'd have found all the Jews in a second <laughs> just by just going, there they all are, let's just go to, go to their house, whatever. It's a crazy notion, I appreciate that. But yeah. it's true in today's world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do all these things. Um, having said that, 
I know I'm arguing the the, the uh, four bit, but I am quite impressed sometimes when they do stop attacks in advance yeah, yeah. because of monitor stuff. Because I think, how did they know to monitor that? Yeah, it's yeah, scary yeah. and good at the same time. That's what's worrying about it. Yeah, you want yeah. it there, but you don't want it in your life. You don't want it I in your life, but you yeah. want it in their life. <laughs> yeah, I can remember seeing I, yeah, yeah, I can remember seeing films. There was a film with Will Smith and Gene Hackman in the nineties called "Enemy of the State." Where love that film. Yeah, Brilliant and you, film. you see all the satellite tracking him and zooming in on him and stuff like that. Yeah. And then there was there was one more recently with Helen Mirren and Aaron Paul called "Eye in the Sky," and it was a military oh, thing yeah. where they're trying to get certain targets and get their people away from the targets before they need to do a bomb strike or whatever. There was a thing in the news just before Christmas about, um, I can't remember if he was Iranian or some, some Iranian nuclear scientist or something who got assassinated and it was reported they did it, yeah. satellite controlled machine gun or something. And it was so accurate that it just got him in a car and didn't get his wife. It was in the passenger seat or something. And it, that's, that does get a bit scary and stuff, but then also for most people going about their normal lives who aren't nuclear scientists, who aren't doing anything controversial, who aren't major politicians or whatever, and you don't really have anything to hide, who cares that there's a satellite-controlled machine gun that can kill terrorists or can kill criminals or can do anything? You know, does it, it doesn't really... When I see that on the news, I don't think, oh, my God, that shouldn't exist or whatever. I just think, well, it's never going to be an issue. I, I genuinely, I do think those things shouldn't exist. We shouldn't be at the point where they need to exist. Yeah. Like, who, who, who was sat there on his couch one day and thought, do you know what we need? <laughs> we need a gun that can fire a razor point accuracy from the satellite in case I need to assassinate someone pretty sharpish. <laughs> those are the guys that you should be monitoring, the people who are inventing the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because those are the ones that are getting these ideas, going, well, you know, if we're going to kill someone, I want to do it accurately. <laughs> I want to do it with a digital enforcement behind my back. Yeah. It can't yeah. work. There needs to be a level, there needs to be a balance, and I don't think there is an adequate balance in society today, and I think a lot of it is under the guise of help, and it's not helping anyone. Like a lot of things are like these adverts, and it starts from as little as the ad. Yeah. So you're going, oh yeah, you got this ad because I know you've been looking at this stuff. And we might go, oh, that's quite handy. Yeah, that's brilliant. I do want that. Excellent. Yeah. While you're doing all that, I will buy that, and here's my credit card so I can pay for it. And then they've got that bit as well, and they've got your email as well, and they've got all this other stuff. It's weird. You can't actually shop online without ticking yes, I agree to yeah. all your terms and conditions about you having my data, keeping my data, supplying my data. There's no sort of breakdown. I mean, it'd be a heck of a long purchase thing if you had to go through that <laughs> yeah. individual thing because they're so long. But you can't just go, no, I don't want that, thanks, but I do want the item and I'll give you my money. <laughs> yeah. like, like a normal transaction. <laughs> you have to agree towards, towards all this digital stuff. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you can't buy anything. And right now, particularly during all these lockdowns that we've been having, you don't have a choice. You have to buy online. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You can't go to the shop. So now we're, a lot of people are in a situation where they can't go out and buy it. They have to buy online. And the only way they can buy online is by clicking your terms and conditions where you can have my data 
and pretty much do what you want with but, it. Because let's be honest, no one ever reads the terms and conditions. No, I will. <laughs> terms and conditions are always far too long and far too confusing, convoluted, so nobody ever reads them. They should be summarised and made much clearer. That's a separate thing, but I agree with that. But I think, isn't it, as a result of everything that's happened recently, if you want to buy something online and you have to give an email address or whatever, companies can't store that email address and say, we're going to sell that on to someone else or we're going to pass that. You always get an option. Well, not always, but with a lot of things you buy online, you get an option to say, I don't want this to be shared around or I don't want to opt into future marketing and stuff like that. You can do that. I guess you can yeah. never really know, but... You, I don't, you can't know if they're being hacked. You yeah. can't always know if you're dealing with a trustworthy source, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, once. how many times a day I get emails from supposedly Inland Revenue telling me that they owe me nine grand. <laughs> I know I just have to click this link and go and get it. And then, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, nine grand, thanks. I love that. Oh, but before you do that, can you just put your national insurance number and everything in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny finding spam emails or scam emails now because it used to be as unsophisticated as a Nigerian prince wants you to hold $100,000 for him and he'll give you 50 But now you get things that do look quite authentic with the correct logos from companies and stuff like that. But if you look at the email address it's sent from, I know you can do this on my phone where it just has a name, but then you can click on a name and it shows you the email address and it's something totally rubbish that's clearly nothing to do with that company. People have got better at trying to scam people, but it's still pretty obvious when you look into it. But remember, uh, and, and you're, you're old enough to remember this, but no, I think, <laughs> Thanks you're, for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're old enough to remember the Morse code. You, you know, <laughs> but, um, do you remember when the internet was kind of relatively new? I mean, yeah, yeah. the early days of screeching modems and all that. I, I remember going into this computer room at school and one of the teachers saying, look at this, and he typed in something on the computer and pressed a button and he went, I've just sent that to my friend in Scotland. And we all went, oh, my God, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, where's Scotland? That's probably what he said, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a geography class, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, 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 you've lost my train of thought. You were saying about the beginning, when the internet started, it was relatively new. Oh, yeah. Remember when you used to go on the internet and all the time, every time you loaded up a web page or something, you had this pop-up antivirus protection yeah, yeah. thing all the time. And you had to go out and physically buy, like, um, I can't remember what it was, Norton uh, no antivirus Norton stuff, software. And McAfee and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that. You had to buy that to protect your equipment. Yeah. Why has that suddenly stopped? Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, know. You don't have to buy any of that stuff. So we're trusting... There's none of these horses, what they've got Trojan horses that used to <laughs> pop up all the time. Yeah, You've got yeah. like 20 malware, all that kind of stuff. We don't have it anymore. I think just what assume. happens when, when the internet was quite new, of, like companies didn't have as good security built into computers. I think with things like Windows now, it has its own built in firewalls and antivirus and stuff. Because I remember even a few years ago, 
getting my parents' computers and thinking, oh, I'll download free antivirus software and malware protection and whatever and whatever. And then. Yeah, we have to download tons of stuff. Yeah, but it's all through all the porn sites I used to go on. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> all the safety stuff is built in now, though, so it's not as, I guess it's not as important. And I've had. Well, we used to be able to get a breakdown. Like, you used to get, you used to be able to go on and, like, you used to run. I remember this this software. I used to run like a scan, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a scan of the PC, and then it says, "Oh, you had like four hundred and fifty such and such virus on when you've yeah. had thousands of these virus, and if you get rid of this data, we'll sort that out for you." We don't get a breakdown of any of that. We we're protected from it, and so we assume it's all safe. But I yeah. think we should know that we should know that we're going on dangerous sites by saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh, but can you not? I mean, I've not, I've not used a Windows PC for a while. I've used Apple stuff, which apparently is less likely to be attacked by hackers and things. But obviously, it still can. But um, I thought you could get a breakdown if you really wanted to. If you went into the built-in antivirus software, it just doesn't happen automatically. But I don't, I don't actually know. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, um, uh, I'd have to leave. Uh, I'd have to go with you on that one because again, it's not something I've, I've I've looked at. But I haven't. Uh, well, no. Again, I don't have a PC. I like you. I have Apple. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, iPad, and iPad. So uh, an, an iPhone. So I don't know if there is a way of looking at that. But I think if there is a way of looking at that, then people it shouldn't be hidden. It should be something you can quite clearly see because I people do, should I, know. I agree with what you're saying about. Of, well, whether I, whether you agree with either of us about the actual arguments for and against whether we should have privacy laws and be that bothered about it, I agree that, it's, that it basically is very difficult to police it and the sort of way we live our lives now, you know, there are credit report companies that can access your financial history, there are people working for those companies that can see what's in anyone's bank account at any given time. Obviously, they have to keep it secret. There are healthcare professionals that can access your medical records and whatever. And, you know, I, I just think where everyone's become a bit blasé. Like you say, no one bothers to look up whether um, your internet is secure or whether you've got antivirus on your computer, how many attacks you have. People just just don't care about it people just let it go people are just all right about it you know i think for the most part how far do you think it's going to go though what in the do you think that everything yeah do you think everything's going to be on like what's the most protected it could go to like is your fingerprint literally the what you're going to pay with what you're going to yeah, is it going to end up all minority report where you get an eye scanner and then you try and remove people's eyes to get into restricted buildings and things? Well, I think they're, work, they're working on stuff like that, aren't they, where they personalise... Because um, in minority report, they, they personalise billboards and everything. So like, yeah, you yeah, past yeah. It's a billboard for you. They always confuse me, though. Like, that would be a bit worrying, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're walking past and a talking billboard started talking to you specifically. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird, yeah. But then the guy next to you is having, let's say, I don't know, 
it taps into your medical history or something and going, oh, Martin Hill, here's some anus or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> There's just people in the street who are also hearing this advert. Oh, yeah, I need to pick some that up. Sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> that film, I always thought that. Every time I saw that film, I'm like, what if they're advertising something you don't want people to know he's got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... Oh, you know, you're walking down the street with the missus and it scans your eyes and Amazon goes up. Yeah, your delivery will be there. Your, your delivery of flower, like, you know, present for her. Yeah, oh, it's oh, going to yeah. be delivered tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, thanks for telling everyone, Billboard. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> or your delivery of sex toys will be with you tomorrow. You're like, uh, yeah. We don't want to know about your shopping habits, Ben. <laughs> We're talking strictly about... Pri- well, that would be a privacy. Let's say you want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. What, what about yeah, most people people do I assume <laughs> yeah yeah but um, and that's that can be judged upon things like that is exactly what I was talking about, about being judged upon by your boss like if suddenly your entire shopping history is just flagged up for anyone to have a little look at yeah I'm sure we've all bought some even if it was for um, a joke before it's quite uh, like when people merge as uh, a friend of mine who because <laughs> um, you can do this because my my prime account is actually merged with my mum's okay so yeah. my mum has uh, Amazon Prime and you can actually have someone else use your account I if didn't you know that allow them. oh right yeah well I hope I've not just <laughs> no you can't because I, I have I have my own account but I don't have Prime but I use her Prime so you can okay, have like yeah. family Prime thing with my mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of linked. And a friend of mine also has that with his mum, where he's, he's uh, with his dad, I think, actually, uh, where he's using his Prime account. But he was arranging not only... Uh, he, he was um, a stag. He was the best man for a guy, and his wife uh, was the maid of honour for the bride, these two people that were getting married. And he ordered like a load of stuff that was like penis straws and <laughs> giant inflatable yeah, things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it all got billed to his dad's account, <laughs> not his account. <laughs> and so there was a bit of a cross reference on on what was happening, which was hilarious at the time. But now, in, text, in context of this conversation, you think you know that again. Yeah, yeah. I, he might have wanted yeah, sure. 50 Willy straws for, for um, and yeah. now he's got to explain it to his mum and dad, which is an embarrassing conversation for anyone. When you say, so, um, when you say where could it go, I can genuinely see in the next few years this clamour for ID cards coming about where you cart something around with you that confirms your age and your health status and whatever and medical history. We have that now. It's called a driving licence. Yeah, but no, but it doesn't have like, say, for instance, your blood group on it or anything like that. I can see they're trying to combine. Why do people need to know that? What if you're in an accident? You need a transfusion or something. You know, that's useful then, isn't it? But that's that's on a record, though. Isn't it? It's not. You don't need. Yeah, I know you can get it eventually. Well, listen, we've only got about three minutes left of the time in this podcast to kind of oh. sum everything up. So I'll go first, then you can go, and then we'll remind. The listeners how they can uh, get in touch if they want to say anything to it but basically awesome. for me with all that it's been an interesting conversation and you do have a lot of interesting good points but i say we've already gone so far down the line of 
things are not private that don't really matter who's going to be that bothered about finding out information and it's only people that have got something to hide or doing something slightly underhand or dodgy that would really be that bothered about it and the, a lot of the things that you've said about it could actually be positives in terms of <clears throat> entertainment habits and therefore you find things you're more likely to enjoy shopping habits and therefore you buy things you're more likely or you get advertised things you're more likely to want to purchase um, and then in the future it could become useful as a way of protecting yourself medically as a way of proving your existence and your age and I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing if people can find out stuff about it. So over to you, Martin. Um, well, I, I, I stand by pretty much uh, what I, 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 the, the vague references you, you kind of made that would sway me, yeah. but not enough to go away from the points that I, I do think it is a right that everyone should be able to have a private side of their life. They don't want all the opinions and thoughts and um, things being taken out of context or, or or anything like that. It's a way of stalking people at a level that, that shouldn't really be um, done. At the same time, I also think that things like medical... I know everything... It's easier in terms of the way society works to have it on a digital format because it's quicker, it's faster. You're not relying on you know snail mail or email or anything like that. Yeah. There's a whole faster process just being able to put someone's name in and get all their information in terms of authorities, in terms of um, medical stuff like that. There is that benefit. I will I will put my uh, hands up to that. Um, but again, it's information overload you don't need all the information that these companies are giving you you don't need them all to have your bank account your email um and i I don't think there is a a company that allows you that that privacy third party people even then are susceptible to think like you could argue i suppose paypal being like a middle person just take it out of you putting your bank uh, details into stuff yeah yeah but again I've had my PayPal account um, broken into um, oh really yeah yeah right uh, a while ago which made me not trust PayPal for a long time uh, it wasn't until working with it previously over the last couple of years like we have in our, yeah, yeah. In our old job that I kind of got on board with it again and found out to get in it because I have to explain it to people how to use it and I can't do that unless I know how it works sure, and yeah. now I actually do pay everything by PayPal I think it's quite secure now because you never have to give them any information and it's quite universally known so yeah. there are some benefits there but I think fundamentally no we shouldn't be putting all our information on there and that includes bullshit information that people put on Facebook because it's a false yeah. narrative anyway and it's completely pointless well, and you that, know, like I should be closing up. So, so I'll stop talking. <laughs> well, and, that has uh, <laughs> yeah, that has been episode one of Feud for Thought. Remember, we are arguing against each other for the sake of the topic and to put differing views across. They're not necessarily all our own views, but we wanted to make it an interesting subject for our opening one. And um, 
you can get in touch with us at Feud Thoughts on Twitter and uh, see a Feud for Thought page on there and our profile. And if you want to tell us anything about what you've thought about listening to this program, who you agree with, any points you agree with, anything we didn't cover that you think we could have covered. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And um, we're going to be doing more yeah. of these in the future. Um, and hopefully, uh, if people do engage with it and put their thoughts, their opinions, anything that we have missed, uh, I think I'd like to have a... A, re, a retouch on things where we can utilise some of that as well. Yeah, so come, We might come back to it later down the line at some point, maybe once a month, have a round at one where we come back and listen to people's um, thoughts on it because that's what we want to do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like I said, if you want to just go on there and say what a waste of time Ben is, that's fine. You've always been joking to get a hashtag going be better than Ben so maybe we'll get yeah. that up on the page yeah there isn't really one for for something Martin maybe Marvellous Martin hashtag Marvellous Martin well no it's not a be better than like you've got to be better than Ben yeah so, yeah be, be more uh, I no, I'll, I'll come up about. with something for next time <laughs> okay you come up with something for next time but right until then Yes, from me, Ben Simmons. And Martin Hill. This has been Feud for Thought. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you again very soon. Bye for now. Bye-bye.